Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Hatchbend Apostolic Church web broadcast. In our society today, some, and yes, sadly, maybe even most, question the value of preaching in their lives. But we still believe what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. In essence, Paul preached that God has chosen the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. And so that's why we still place such a high value on the preached word of God in agreement to the scripture. And so now I'd like to thank you again for joining us for a message from the pulpit of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. I don't want to interrupt the flow of the Spirit. but I feel like somebody needs to hear the word that God has impressed on my heart today. God is not finished in this house today. The Bible says in the book of Matthew, in the 26th chapter, in the 36th verse, Then cometh Jesus with them unto a place called Gethsemane and said unto his disciples, Sit ye here while I go pray yonder. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee and began to be sorrowful And very heavy. Then saith he unto them, My soul is exceeding sorrowful, even unto death. Tarry ye here, and watch with me. And he went a little further, and fell on his face and prayed, saying, O my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. And he cometh unto the disciples and findeth them asleep. And saith unto Peter, What? Could ye not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. He went away again the second time and prayed, saying, O Father, if this cup may not pass away from me, except I drink it, thy will be done. And he came and found them asleep again, for their eyes were heavy. And he left them and went away again and prayed a third time, saying the same words. Then cometh he to his disciples and saith unto them, Sleep on now. I'll stop reading right there. And you may be seated in Jesus' name.
Jesus left his disciples three times. He came back the first time and asked them if they could stay awake. He asked Peter, he said, could you not stay with me for one hour? And if you'll notice, that was the only time that he confronted his disciples. But Jesus was watching them sleep on. Finally, he gave in to it and said, sleep on now and take your rest. Behold, the hour is at hand. We live in a sleepy generation. The world is weary and moving at a never-before-seen pace. If the headlines alone in the news are not enough to bog you down, life will. Pain is everywhere and heartache is prevalent. But we as the church hold the key to a life with meaning. We should never be caught living in some mundane day in and day out mentality as the church. For we are the ambassadors of Christ. We are the ambassadors, ambassadors of the one true living God, the servant of the Most High. But the truth is that we too can be brought down into a state of slumber. We can be rocked to sleep by this world if we are not careful. But I've come to tell somebody that eternity is too long. Eternity is not a joke, and I, for one, do not want to be caught when Jesus comes back or when I meet my end, treating it like a joke. The question that I want to pose today to us as a congregation is what Jesus told his disciples. He said, I left you to watch and to pray. And I want to ask us today, do our eyes grow heavy? Do our eyes grow heavy? We are at the most critical time of this message. We may very well be the ones to see the return of Christ. And now is not the time to be caught sleeping on the job, so to speak. When we find ourselves weary in well-doing, as some say, we need to remind ourselves of what Paul told Timothy. He said, you have to stir up the gift that is within you. Some of us come to church and we want the gifts without the stirring. Many people want the gift of tongues, for an example, without the price of a prayer life. People want the gift of healing without the price of sickness. People want the gift of prophecy without the price of silence in their lives. But Paul told Timothy, you must stir up the gift that is within you. Don't let us be found warming our hands around the wrong fire as Peter did. I don't want to be found like the sons of Sceva when they tried to cast out the evil spirit. And it didn't even fear them because they had not paid the price of a relationship with God. I don't want to be found with my eyes heavy when Jesus comes back. The Bible says in the book of Jude... But beloved, remember the words which were spoken before the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. How they, told, how they were told that there should be mockers in the last time who should walk after their own ungodly lusts. 
These be they who separate themselves, sensual, having not the spirit. I grew up my whole life hearing how we need to live a life of separation. But I tell you, the truth of the matter is, if you're living a holy life, the world will separate themselves from you. It says it in the book right here. These be they that separate themselves. They are sensual and they have not the spirit. I don't want to be found weary when Jesus comes looking for me. Joseph had enough sense when he was staying in Potiphar's house. When Potiphar's wife had him by the coattail, Joseph had enough sense, Brother Jerry, to run. He didn't take advantage of the season of slumber. We've got to have enough spiritual sense within our lives to know when it's time to run away from things. There are some things we just can't take part in. Eternity is real. And the world is constantly trying to rock this generation to sleep, saying that there's nothing to worry about at the end of this life. But there is a heavy price tag to pay, my friend. I realize that this is not the most popular message that I could have preached today. I would much rather be preaching the power of the blood or the power of Jesus' name. But the fact is that in this message today, the blood did not happen until Calvary woke these men up. Acts 2.38 didn't happen until Calvary had woke these men up from their slumber. There was power to be found after the Holy Spirit can wake us up. In this world that we live in today. God has called us to be more than conquerors. And God has called us to be a witness. But we can't do this in a season of slumber. It has to have more meaning to it. Than just coming in and sitting on a pew. Some people can't find their ministry in the church. And some people think they have no place in the church. And I won't single anybody else out but one person, and that is Sister Merle. Don't let the devil tell you that you have no place in the church anymore. That you have no ministry. Because I can speak personally. Every time I see her walk through those doors, I account in my mind, for all of the valleys that she has walked through, all of the mountaintops she has seen, all the gray hairs on her head, and they are beautiful in the sight of God and in man. But let me tell you something. She stands before us as a witness. I don't want to be found weary, Sister Merle, when Jesus comes looking for me. We do not have time as the church to be found sleeping on the pews, to be found sleeping on the job, if you will. Jesus has commissioned us for a purpose. And we cannot be found with our eyes growing heavy. Amen. The Bible speaks in the book of Matthew, chapter 25, Jesus said, then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened to the ten virgins. Most of us know this story well. We grew up hearing about the five wise and the five foolish. 
When the bridegroom said, tarry here or wait here, the five wise had enough oil to last, and the five foolish did not. But when when the call came from the night that the bridegroom was on his way back, the five wise were fine because they were not found slumbering. Their eyes were not heavy. And when the five foolish asked them, can we have some of your oil? They said, no, we have just enough for ourselves. Your brother can't save you and you cannot save your brother. You have to get this for yourself. That's why we need Sister Danielle, thank you and all of your team for this Bible quizzing. Hide this word in these hearts of these young people. Because they can't be saved by what their grandfathers did. They can't be saved by what their parents did. We'll only be saved by the works that we produce ourselves. Amen. We cannot be found with heavy eyes when Jesus comes back. When Jesus comes back. The world is heaping together teachers and preachers that will only identify to their lusts. Just like Paul wrote to Timothy. This this world that we live in has itching ears. In the average church across America, if the pastor preaches something that they don't want to hear, they have a new one the next Sunday. It's sad, but it's true. I want to live, as Brother Jerry said, to where we can cut away some of the fat. Come, cut away some of the things that we don't need in our lives. Because I can't afford to be found sleeping when Jesus returns. Eternity is real. And there will be a price to pay for it. If the musicians would come. It will be a sad day. On judgment. For a Christian who was found slumbering. I can't imagine it, Brother Everett. And I pray to God I never experience it. To realize at the end of my life that we had experienced services like today, revivals like we had just experienced. Jesus told his disciples, he said, the hour is close. He said, you got to watch and you got to pray. And you can't fall asleep because the hour is close. He said, when you fall asleep, you can fall into temptation. We can't afford to do that today. We can't afford to do that today. And I realize that we have just gotten out of a red-hot revival. But God placed this message on my heart. And if I only reach one person, I'll be satisfied. 
If I can compel one person to wake up, to stay revived, to keep pushing forward, I'll be satisfied. Because we cannot be found in this last day with our eyes growing heavy. There is a time to experience the power and the awe of the blood and of the Holy Ghost. But you see, Calvary didn't happen until these men woke up. The upper room never took place until these men were shaken and until they woke up. I don't want to hear him say to me, could you not stay with me for one hour? Could you not stay with me for this short time that I was gone? It doesn't matter what age you are. From 10 to 80, life may seem like a long time. But I promise you, eternity is going to be longer. This is the message that we've got to carry with us on our hearts. It's got to be branded right here. This is the message that we owe the world. Because Jesus laid down his life for our salvation. And that does not end with the lives that are under my voice right now. He died for the world. The promise is unto you and to your children and unto all of those who are afar off. He did it for everybody. Can we stand in this place today? Hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, for the move that we have experienced in this house, God. I thank you for your presence, God. Lord, let us never take it for granted that we can come in this house and feel your spirit move. That we can come in this place, God, and experience what we have felt today. I love you, Jesus. This message has been brought to you today by the media ministry of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. We pray that it's ministered to you in some way, and we'd like to take this opportunity to invite you to join us in service here at Hatchbend Apostolic. Our Sunday services begin at 10 a.m. and our Wednesday night service at 7.30 p.m. For any more information or to speak with our ministry staff, please feel free to call our church office at 386-935-2806, or you can visit the contact link here on our website. Again, thank you for listening, and we pray God's richest blessings on you and your family.